Hey everyone, this is Patrick Cacciatore with No Struggle, No Story. Here on No Struggle, No Story, we talk with highly successful athletes about struggles or adversities that they've faced and how they've been able to use them as a learning experience rather than something negative within their lives. So today I'm super excited to be bringing on Frankie Harrison, who played four years at South Carolina for beach volleyball and is doing her fifth year at Duke uh, on the indoor team there. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. Yeah, me too. Super excited to get into it with you. And so, you know, like you and me obviously spoke a, a little bit before the podcast about, you know, some of your experiences and stuff we wanted to talk about. But maybe if you wanted to kind of get into it um, now and kind of talk about some of the experiences you've had with mental health and like what you've gone through, you know, as an athlete and really as a person as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think Definitely throughout my later years in college, I tried to get super involved in the conversation around mental health, and that kind of sparked from a lot of things. Uh, I've struggled with mental health for, for a while, uh, you know, growing up, being around, like, competitive club sport. Obviously, there's the struggles there and wanting to get recruited and, and going, going um, through that whole process and, you know, struggling with a lot of family stuff as well, um, kind of all uh, contributed to things I struggled with in high school and then coming to college. Um, and I got shoulder surgery. I, I kind of, I've told this story before, but I got in a freak accident with my partner, my sophomore year and broke her jaw. It was a, it was a whole thing. Wow. Um, I've talked, I've talked about that a little bit. Yeah, it was, it's quite an experience, but I think just all of these things combined, um, kind of, I guess, contribute to like my story and my, my journey to kind of wanting to get so involved in the mental health sphere and the conversation about it, definitely kind of normalizing the talk of, you know, getting really into it and not being scared to talk about, you know, I've had scary thoughts before, or I felt this way before, because we definitely all have, especially in the athlete world, it's scary to talk about, but um, it's just really prevalent. So um, I think part of it was the fact that, you know, in, in high school, I like if being very honest, I thought mental health, was, I didn't understand it. Like I didn't, sure. I didn't understand what depression was. I didn't understand why people took medication to help with being sad. Like that didn't make sense to me. I was like, sure. why, like what's a pill going to do to help with you just feeling bummed out Honest, like, and that's awful of me to say now because of all the information that I know now and the experiences that I've had um, and actually going through like real depression. But that's that was cool. kind of my like mindset about it. Um, and that's what I thought. And I thought, you know, seeking out a help at first to me felt weak, felt like you, you know, I don't know, that's just kind of where I, where I was coming from. I had just never been educated on it like I should have been. And so then coming to college, um, being able to seek help and get help when I needed it kind of opened up my world to it completely. And um, I learned so much about it that I'm so grateful for and went through so many things that I'm ultimately grateful for because it brought me here. It brought me to doing the podcast that I did this past year about mental health um, and getting involved in that. And so um, I'm, I'm just happy that I'm able to talk about it now and, you know, and get to do things like this with you and have real conversations about it that I think are really important for people to have. For sure. No, that's amazing. I think what you talked about where you said like you just didn't understand, you understand, you know, taking a pill to feel better and all these things like, or even understand your feelings. I think, you know, that's what we're trying to do, you know, like at, at, the, at, at this point is I think that's the stigma of mental health is that people don't quite understand it at this point. But it's really important that people realize a lot of what they're going through is, you know, issues with mental health. You know, I think there's a really cool, um, you know, quote where it was like basically saying physical health 
in mental health are one are one and the same, just two different areas where it's like, you know, in, in athletics, if you get an injury, you know, you treat it, you go through your rehab, you do everything and back to normal, but mental health, you know, people don't really quite treat it the same. It's something's wrong with you, these things like this. And so, you know, what are some of these feelings you were having and um, how did you begin to learn that, you know, you maybe needed some help from a psychologist or whatever you used? Uh, I think, well, prior to even, I think really seeking out that help, you know, I, I did all the things that didn't help. So I had to kind of go through that before I realized what actually is conducive to that process of helping and realizing what's going on. So, you know, I tried to shut everything out, tried to swallow what I was feeling, tried to push it away and, you know, not talk about it and whatnot, did all of those things. And ultimately I think kind of came to a head when the the whole accident happened and my, my coach kind of sat me down and was like, we're making an appointment for a sports psychologist for you. And I sat there and was like, I don't need that. This is completely necessary. Like, what are you I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah leave me alone like no I don't need any of that and he's just like sorry non-negotiable we're making it it. yeah and I'm like okay whatever this is stupid basically and so so I go I sit there of course I get there and I'm like "I, I don't need any help here like I'm fine I'm just a little sad it's all good and I think finally when I got over my whatever pride whatever you could call it um and just really started to like get into it that's when I ultimately realized, you know, these feelings that I was having related to this accident related to my shoulder, they go back to, you know, trauma that I experienced earlier on in life. And that like opened up so much to me and just blew my mind. The fact that, you know, you can experience something now. And in reality, something that you experienced when you were 16, 17, 18 is kind of coming full circle. And in that process of like being self-aware of it, was just something that was incredible to me. And obviously it's hard, but once you realize that and once you just keep going with it, it just got easier. You know, I was able to start talking about things that I never would have talked about before, never would have opened up about, I just felt uncomfortable talking about, and I would bring it up to my psychologist at the time. And he was like, wait, like, remember when you said this, like, do you think this had an effect on you because of X, Y, Z? And I just sat there like, shocked of wow okay so like this is all connecting and and it sounds so simple like yes obviously it all connects but when you're sitting there and someone's like telling you no you're not crazy for feeling this way no you're not crazy for thinking this like these are valid feelings it's just such a freeing process and I was going through feelings of guilt and shame and you know just desperation of like I'm not I I don't feel better nothing's going to help me feel better and just talking with him and I've met with him like every week for honestly started my sophomore year and I met with him until I graduated from South Carolina, which was the coolest process to like grow and learn together. And he kind of like Like building a special relationship, like opening, like opening up like that. Exactly. Like he watched me grow up at South Carolina, which was just the coolest experience. And so I think that initial push of my coach just being like, suck it up. Don't be a baby. You're going to go and you're going to talk about it, whether you want to or not. And it just opened up a complete new world of, hey, you can like deal with things that happened to you years ago and like grow from them and it'll help you realize like what you need in life, what you need from other people, from relationships, from whatever it is. And that was something that just really changed my whole perspective. Yeah. First of all, like shout out to your coach for that, because I think that's a really rare thing, honestly, uh, 
to have your coach pushing you towards a sports psychologist. You know, I, I personally have an experience out a ton in my life, you know, I think in athletics as like, you know, highly successful athletes, uh, it's very easy for them to always tell us, you know, you're supposed to show your game base, right. Which is like, you're supposed to suppress any, any type of weakness, not show it, act strong and, you know, try and basically be tougher than the person across the net from you or field, you know, whatever sport you play. And so I think how important was it learning that like these emotions that for so long people told you were invalid were finally valid to speak? Did it feel like a weight off your shoulders in a way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it not only a weight off my shoulders, but it just made me realize that I can talk about it in, in more of like a matter of fact kind of way. You know, I think for the longest time, things that, you know, I, I went through, I struggled with, I, I felt like they had to be so, it's such like a big deal and a big exactly. order to yeah. talk about. But finally, when I feel like I was able to just matter of fact state things that I've struggled with, things that, feelings that I've had, thoughts that I've had, I could just say it out loud. And it wasn't, it didn't have to be a big thing. It was like the, my sports psychologist would be like, okay, you have this thought, got it. You're having this feeling, cool. Like, now let's think about where did that come from? Like, why do you think you react this way in this situation? Maybe it has something to do with how you reacted here, like with your family, with your friends, with whatever it is. And so, yeah, feeling a weight off my shoulders and feeling a desire to keep like connecting those dots. It helped me, I think, really find my identity and realize who I am because, you know, I am a sensitive person. I am emotional. I do certain things because I was raised a certain way or because I saw certain things or did certain things. And um, I think it just really helped me with that self-awareness and coming kind of full circle with who I am later in college. Because when I got there, I had no idea who I was. Like, I didn't know anything. I was lost, scared. And not that I'm, you know, the most confident person in the world, but I think going through that and, and talking with him and kind of laying it all out there made me realize like, it's okay that I've been through crappy things and it's okay that it affects me now, but like, how am I going to respond to it now? Exactly. No, I think there's so much to take from that because I think in essence, it's that these psychologists and when you learn about mental health, you realize that it's okay to not be okay is the biggest thing. And that's been the biggest one for me to learn is for so long, I was like fighting it. I was like, man, like you can't feel this way. You can't, you know, struggle like this. Like it's not okay. Like you need to get out of it. But at some time you have to realize like, no, like this is normal. Like you have to normalize it. Like I think so many people and these psychologists are able to do. And I think that's part of mental health, right? Is realizing that like, it's again, like I said, like very similar to physical health, like you're not going to be in the best shape all the time, but it's when you talked about kind of learning who you are, that's part of it is, you know, through your experience and stuff, you kind of grow as a person. And I think when you really realize, like, it's almost like problem solving, you know, like you're feeling, like you said, you're feeling this way because of this event. Like, how can we, you know, help you out a little bit here and there? And so what were some of those mechanisms that maybe your psychologist or you learned personally that helped you kind of um, learn from those experiences? Like, what did you uh, use to learn? Um... I would say kind of go moving on from those situations and, you know, anytime something like that would kind of arise again, something that maybe I started to do a little bit more and wasn't the most consistent on, but you know, if I was in a situation where I was having a feeling, I would write it down or I would like write it in my phone. Like I've, I definitely have like notes in my phone where I'm like, I'm freaking out right now. 
and I don't know why. And like I, and my big thing is I like to go on drives whenever I'm like, yeah, 100%. I feel that one. I feel that one big time. So many miles on my car just from <laughs> and like, for sure. Like I would park my car and be like, I'm not okay. Like this happened to me. I don't know like how I feel about it or whatever. Just like, or honestly, some of them didn't even make sense. But like sometimes I would just have to sit there, write it down. I've dabbled with like blogging about it before. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not very consistent on it. And that's okay. Like it's like a yeah. trial and error type of process. Tried the whole journaling thing. Like, and I think that's the most important thing for anybody. It's like trial and error. Yeah. I used to get so mad at myself for like being bad at journaling, being bad at like yeah. consistently writing stuff down or whatever. But at the same time, like I'm trying and you know, I'm learning more about it. And if I, I'm completely different person now than I was four years ago, freshman year at South Carolina. Right. And I think that's the biggest testament to me learning so much is that I can look back and reflect and think about times where I was feeling so down about this situation, but maybe if it happened today, I'd respond differently or I would know how to at least come out of it sooner or in a, in a more positive way. So I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is um, just looking back and reflecting on my growth and being proud of myself because that's important too. No, a hundred percent. I think it's so important to give you credit where credit's due, right? It's like, yeah, you can fail at it. And yeah, you can forget the journal. Like you said, you can forget to blog some or not do a great job at it, but in the day you like you tried right and that's that's really the point i think is to really try and help yourself is the is the biggest idea you know and to try and learn and that and if you're doing that i think you know that's really what you can judge yourself off of and that's a bit that was a big one for me too is learning how to judge myself you know because i think as athletes it's super easy to gain identity through your sport and you spoke a lot about how like you really learned your identity through like this process of like learning about mental health and things like that. What do you think you kind of learned about yourself uh, as a person and how to judge yourself through that experience at South Carolina? I think I've always struggled a lot with self-esteem, confidence, body image, all that like wrapped into one, always struggled with that. And I still do to this day, but I think, through my journey at South Carolina, especially, I just found myself in a sense of, I think I was just scared to be who I wanted to be in high school. I didn't, I would kind of just, you know, I tried to be funny, like I, or I tried to be so many things and tried to find myself, but it was just hard. And then I got to South Carolina and I think I just really, at that point, realized that I could, you know, be this like funny, goofy personality and it would be celebrated and it would be embraced and people would, you know, be drawn to me for that and in a good way. And I think I kind of just took that and ran with it. And every year I tried to get involved and build connections and build relationships. And I think that's something that I'm most proud of of my time at South Carolina that I know I didn't waste any relationship or any connection that I could have made with another person. I think I found my strengths in connecting with people and, and whether it be someone that worked in Doty randomly, (laughs) anybody really like, um, I think I just found my strengths in being unapologetically myself. And, and that in turn, I found so many opportunities through that. I got involved in a podcast that like, if you had told me I would have done that four years ago, I'd have been like, Whoa, yeah, no no way way. too much. Can't do it. Like, absolutely. (laughs) And I feel like I really became this 
on in a sense and a very small scale kind of like a more of a public image exactly. I, I had one at South Carolina I feel like I really put myself in the public eye and and I, I try to represent myself my my um, team and the school in the best way that I could and that was something that I'm very proud of myself for doing and I really continued to grow with through that and sophomore junior senior year especially like got involved in more things tried to tried to just do whatever I could to find things that made me happy and those came from like a little web show thing that I did let's be frank it was like the funnest thing I ever did and I just like kept getting involved in it and it just made me happy and then I think finally realizing little things here and there like little happiness wins every now and again just were the best thing I could have done for myself no, I think that's awesome. It's such a great point because you talked about like little victories, like I think little victories every day. It can be the smallest thing. Like, man, like I cooked dinner for myself today. Like you told I'm straight up, if you told me I could cook dinner for myself a year ago, I'd have been like, yeah, no chance. Like I'm going out. <laughs> like it's a huge thing. And it's like, you know, like you can gain confidence from so many things. And at, ultimately you have to realize, you know, like, yes, you can be, you know, the most successful in your sport. And that's amazing. Like you'd be proud of that, but also like you can be successful in other things too, that you can take from confidence, uh, take confidence from for yourself as a person. And like you talked about, like getting involved in little things, like, yeah, same thing. If you told me I'd be having a podcast, like, uh, like literally seven, like at the start of this year, I'd have been like, man, I don't even, I don't do podcasts. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. But it comes from a passion. And I think, that's really cool is like you're talking about you found your passion and stuff like that and you know when you went through all these things you talked about you kind of learned a sense of mental health and that led you to create like your own podcast your senior year at South Carolina uh, senior year right I didn't create it I got they it was kind of already in existence it was like the second year but I auditioned for it and like that was a big thing for me and got involved and that was just really cool yeah and how how like how much did it help you um kind of being there for others and helping others in that way. Did you feel like that was something that actually helped you improve your own mental health? Like knowing that you were actually making a difference in the community. Yeah, I think that absolutely helped. You know, we brought on so many different stories and that was the coolest part was to hear one from people that I would have never met had I not gotten involved in this podcast. I'm in athletics and these people were in so many different areas of campus that I don't get to be a part of. And getting to hear their stories was incredible because I got to meet these awesome people and got to let them just express themselves and feel vulnerable and feel heard, I think. And that's something that everybody needs to feel is to feel heard, feel listened to. And that was the coolest thing. And then, and selfishly, it helped me a lot because I think I, I knew that, you know, I could make a difference. I could have a voice, make a change, blah, blah, blah. But I think I'd always been kind of scared and not confident in myself and thought, well, nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody cares what I say. Nobody this or that. And through this podcast, you know, I would have, I had so much support from everybody from obviously from my family, but friends, people reached out to me. It was so cool to see that people were listening to what me and my co-host had to say and they actually cared and it, yeah. you know, maybe helped them or you know, I got some award from it that I was like, what? Like, what? Yeah, no way. <laughs> like, stuff, little things like that where I think it just reaffirmed and validated in me, like, you can actually say things and people will want to listen. And, you yeah. know, if you're saying things that are important to you, like, people care. And 
you know, and people want to, want to listen, want to hear you want to relate to you. So like use that to your advantage, like talk about important things, talk about things people don't want to talk about. And so I think that was just amazing. And, and a real breakthrough for me to realize, you know, I can step outside my comfort zone and talk about things that make me super uncomfortable, but that's like where the biggest growth happens. And that's where like you find yourself the most, which was the coolest, coolest experience ever. I wouldn't trade it for the world. No, I think that's, I think that's awesome. Like you taught again, like that kind of goes back to being unapologetically you, right. And doing things that you're passionate about, you know, like maybe not every person in the world is passionate about, but you can, I can promise you, you know, someone out there needs to hear that and someone out here will benefit from it. And, you know, that's something that is really important for every person to understand, you know, when they're struggling from any kind of anything, mental health, or even if they're just a little lost in their life, I think, whatever you feel like you're passionate about and inspires you, I think can be really important to follow because you'll make a difference even if you didn't realize that you would. And that's something to always know is that you can always make a difference. And I think that's really cool to talk about um, because I don't think many people like understand that completely. You know, I think it takes, like you said, an experience of going through it to realize um, that you really can. And so I think that's awesome. And, you know, kind of, I guess, going into like the last few questions one would be you talk a lot about relationships and how important that was for you at south carolina and when you create relationships like that i i like to think that you build a support system you know because people that even if you say hi to every day in a way support you you know just being there for you all the time and what did that do to you and your happiness and like how much did that help you kind of rise yourself up I mean, I can't speak enough to having a solid support system. You know, that's obviously, that's a cliche thing. Everybody loves yeah. their friends and family, but it's definitely hard when you're going through something that, you know, you think your friends won't understand, your family won't understand, or maybe it's stupid. I know I've talked to my friends a lot and they'll be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm sad about this, but like, it's dumb. So whatever. And I, and my, and I hate that because I don't hate that, but you know, it makes me sad when people think that because in my mind, like every person's problems are relative, you know, to you, something may happen that to me, I don't have an experience with that. So I wouldn't be as upset, but to you, it could be earth shattering. And that's yeah. the same thing for everybody. I think. So when, you know, when I'm going through things and, and I have that voice in my head, that's like, this is dumb. You're not like a mad, like think, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Like it's not that big of a deal. Um, and, and just remembering that it's all relative and that my problems are valid and important. And, that's been a learning process and something that having that support system has helped me with. And in building that support system, you know, coming here was terrifying. I was, I cried several times within my like few weeks of being here because, you know, I moved, I picked up and moved somewhere in the middle of a pandemic and started a whole new sport, started a whole new life. And having that support system has helped so much and I've only been able to grow it and thank God for that because you know this was a terrifying decision that I made for and sure. um, um, so I think that support system is helping me get through this helped me get through so many things at South Carolina and you know and support systems were they'll change they'll mm -hmm. people will come and go obviously that's just kind of the nature of life and and what happens but I think as long as you you know stay true to who you are and people will gravitate towards that and the right people will gravitate towards that. So I think that's just the most important thing and something that I've learned. And um, it's just important to, whether it's one person, 10 people, one person today, a different person tomorrow, it does not matter. 
but reaching out to anybody is the most important thing. No, I think reaching out, like you said, and like being willing to talk about your feelings, whether you feel like they're valid or not. And you talked about how, you know, somebody could say like, oh, like, yeah, like, I'm really upset about this, but it's dumb. Like, don't worry about it. You know, like, I hear that all the time, you know, whether it be on my team or with my girlfriend or anything like that, where it's like, you know, no, that's not dumb. Like, that's something that matters to you. And that's something that truthfully could end up building into something bigger. And so like, validate it and realize that it's okay to feel like that again you know it's funny because like all this stuff really does circle back you know what I mean like like everything we've talked about connects and I think overall you talked about the biggest thing is being true to yourself and believing that you matter every person matters and that you can always be there to help others if you're if you're willing to and so I think that's an amazing um kind of I guess like little tidbit that you just that you just said because it can, everything matters and like relationships and every person that you talk to can really be a huge part of your life in you know, any way. And so kind of to close out here, I would say is like through all these experiences, you know, going to do going through South Carolina, learning about yourself. If you could give like one piece of advice um, that you think could really completely help, um, you know, somebody who's struggling right now, or just something that you think is the most important, uh, what would it be? Oof. Um, one piece of advice. This is tough um, because, you know, I, I can give advice now today on Monday when I'm feeling super, I'm feeling okay today. Like I'm yeah. having a good day. And, and I think that's the tough part. And, and, you know, speaking to that, uh, unfortunately there was um, an incident a few days ago where a girl from my old volleyball club, unfortunately passed away due to suicide. And, and I think, that really brings up a lot of um, a lot of these conversations. And I think that's why it's so important to talk about because yeah, what piece of advice could I give someone that's in a place like that where, you know, they're not, they're not thinking of, um, you know, the advice that I gave whenever, however. So that's something I struggle with a lot is um, trying to give adequate advice to someone that's going through something that I don't maybe understand or in this space and time, I'm not feeling those same feelings. So try and think back to like times when I was really, really low and I've had similar thoughts and, you know, and, and it brings up times when I've had random people like reach out to me and text me Mm. out of of the blue. Like for, it seems like there's no reason they just say that, Hey, I was thinking about you. And honestly, that's the time that I feel so loved and like appreciated and cared about when you when it's not convenient to reach out to someone you know it's it's not their birthday it's not they did something great they accomplished something cool and I think that's something that needs to be encouraged so much more and I me too I'm victim to not doing it as well but um just reaching out to people if you if you think about someone on a random Tuesday afternoon text them reach out to them send them something that reminds you of them or whatever it may be. I think that is so important. And it's something that goes so unnoticed and so like underappreciated because like you and I both know if someone were to reach out to you, that you hadn't talked to in like six months and they're like, I was thinking about you. How are you? Like, seems like you're kind of crushing it in life. Proud of you for that. Like, I just wanted to check in. That is just the most like heartwarming, endearing thing that someone can do. I, I think at least obviously that's just one person's opinion, but I would just, I would encourage people to reach out to, to anybody, even if they seem 
super happy, like they're crushing it in life and their Instagram looks awesome. It does not matter. I do not care. Instagram is negative 2% of someone's life. Exactly. And so I guess that's not as good of advice to someone that's struggling, but just advice to anybody to reach out, even if you think someone's not struggling, because obviously as we can see, like it doesn't matter what your life looks like on the outside or how you act for an hour when I see you, you know, it's like behind closed doors where it really matters. And that's what just breaks my heart the most is that I think that needs to be, we need to be nicer to each other. There's so much like crappy stuff in the world and hate going on. And I just think we just need to be nice. We need to reach out to people. We need to encourage people, lift them up, appreciate them. And yeah, just keep having these conversations because they're important. Exactly. I think so too. And yeah, people may not be feeling the way they are showing on the outside. And that's the whole story, right? Is, you know, you talk about, I don't know, obviously, like, you were at South Carolina, so you knew, obviously, like, the Holinskis, uh, you know, mm -hmm. and so, like, his brother, yeah. you know, and that was probably one of the most inspiring um, and educating um, experiences I've ever had is when they came and spoke to me, and they, you know, they talked about, you know, their son, who obviously tragically like, committed suicide a couple years ago at Washington State, right, and, you know, when you talk about that, they talked about how he was the happiest guy in the world, right, like, you would never know, like, walks around, and I think the girl you're talking about um, just recently from your old volleyball club, I think you said something of, like they said something of the similar um, type is that she was just the happiest girl. And mm -hmm. when you reach out, you could truthfully be changing someone's life. And I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that because I know something's happened um, along the same lines to me when I was going through a really tough time and having those suicidal thoughts. And so when you talk about, it's never how it seems, you know, like people can be posting happy stuff, you know, like you said, it does not matter really. Like they could be feeling a different way. And I think it's so important that you realize that, you know, good, bad, whatever, like love them anyway, and always be trying your best to spread positivity and joy. Absolutely. I could not agree more. Yeah. I think that's a great way to close this one to let people realize that that's what really matters. And no matter who you are, you can be a positive influence in someone's life and really be really even change it, um, you know, in certain instances. So again, like, thank you so much for coming on today and being willing to talk with me. Like it really, uh, I appreciate it more than, you know, seriously. Well, I'm super happy to have gotten on here. I think what you're doing is incredible. And these conversations are so, so cool. So everybody should keep listening to his podcast because it's amazing and happy to be here. Thank you so much. Please do. And shout out to Duke Volleyball and Frankie. They're ready to ball out. Season going on, baby. So, Woo. alrighty. Thank you so much. Woo. Talk soon.